0: Justice for, Kenny Justice for Kenny Stafford. Justice for Johnny Bonta. Justice for Johnny Bonta. Justice for, Bonta. Justice for, ada- Justice for, Bonta. Justice for Ja'Cory Shaw. Justice for Ja'Cory Shaw.
1: You're listening to the R-Town Reno Podcast with KWNK LP 97.7 FM in Reno, Nevada. That was a clip from a protest a couple weeks ago. You're hearing a crowd of Reno residents chant the names of their loved ones who had lost their lives at the hands of the police. My name is Jacob Kostachowski, and I'm the reporter and producer for this week's episode of the R-Town Reno Podcast. On this episode... I'll go to the fifth annual Action Supporting Local Families Impacted by Police Violence Protest and interview several family members of some of the victims, as well as listen in on the speeches given by a group organizer, Anna Marie Grant. But first, a word from our sponsor, and then back to this week's episode.
2: Welcome. Hello. We are the Reynolds Media Lab.
3: Media Lab.
2: Podcasts.
3: Client services.
2: Special projects. Documentaries.
3: We are a production center at, at
0: the, the Reynolds, Reynolds School, School
2: of, of journalism. journalism. The Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Media Lab.
1: On September 17th, community members gathered in front of the Bruce Thompson Federal Building to call on Nevada Attorney General Aaron Ford to hold Reno and Sparks police officers accountable for the alleged unjustified slayings of fellow community members. I spoke to Rochelle Shaw, the mother of Jacory Shaw, who was involved in a police killing in February of this year, she had her family with her at this event and they stood there in support as i spoke with her on why she was here at this protest
2: my name is Rochelle shaw i'm a, a native of reno sparks in the colony a tribal member also of the reno sparks in the colony and um, i'm from reno born and raised and um can you just tell me
1: why you guys are here today
2: i am here Uh, We are here as a family to support uh, the killing of my son, Jacory De Love Shaw, who was murdered by the Sparks Police Department um, on February 23rd, 2022. Uh, He was unarmed and they shot him once in the chest and um, I'm here to fight justice for him and be his voice.
1: And. I'm just curious, uh how how did you come across the this group and how has it been able to try to help you uh in your your fight for the justice?
2: Um, I believe Anna Marie reached out to me on Facebook and um invited me to the group and also um um gave me information to the Reno Cops watch also to um look into that information also.
1: And um what is your guys's uh main goal today with uh today's uh, gathering
2: for our voices to be heard for the ones that can't speak anymore that aren't here that were unjustly taken from us and i'm here to speak about my son Jakori, how he was taken from us um illegally by our own public officers
1: and um how are you guys uh hoping to get people to listen to your guys' stories and what you have to say?
2: I'm, I'm just hoping that everyone has an open heart, open mind, and um, they uh, that the transparency starts to begin. We, we don't need to close doors anymore. We need more transparency, and our, we need to be heard. We really need to be heard. My heart goes out to the ones that have law that we have lost to our own police departments here in this, in our city, of Reno and Sparks, and um, um, I would like f- change. I would like for a change to be within our public officers and and how they operate.
1: I then got to speak with Amy Stafford, who lost her husband back in 2013. Her family were there as well and held signs in protest to what happened. During this interview, fellow journalist from This Is Reno, Eric Marks, asked some questions of his own. Hi, so can you just tell me your name and your relation to the city?
3: My relation to the city? Yeah,
1: like Reno resident.
3: Oh, uh, my name's Amy Stafford, and um, I'm a Reno resident. I've been here since I was about three years old. Uh, My husband was killed July 11th of 2013, sorry. Um... It was just unjustified. He deserves to be here. He deserves to see his daughters grow up. Um, He was in the army. He was a decorated soldier. He wasn't a thug or, you know, a drug dealer or any of that stuff that they claimed him to be. Um, So it's just really unfair. You know, they have no clue what they took from us. And it's so hard to raise these girls alone without him. You girls want to say anything? Does he have formal, formal accusations no, against him? No. Being a drug no, no, he just, um, they all thought he was suicidal and he, in reality, was just going through a PTSD episode.
2: Who's
3: that? Um, the cops. Okay, RVD? He, The Yeah, the newspapers, they all labeled him, you know, because he, he had a gun and he was walking down the street. He never harmed anybody or, you know, threatened anybody. He was just going through some mental health situations and um, I was trying to find him some help and they told me to call the police and they would help me because he was just so far lost, you know? Um, and instead of helping me within 11 minutes of me calling, they took his life.
2: Was he, was he open carrying or was he armed in hand? Open carry. So
1: his weapon never left his hip?
3: Um, no, not that I not that I didn't see him the whole time he was walking, but in all the police reports and whatever it said his gun was never fired or he never threatened anybody. So and then they ruled it justified. I just don't I don't believe that. It's not okay with me and they need to change it. <laughs> they need Sorry. to change this for all the families. Sorry, for your loss. Thank, you. Uh, thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you. We'll get back to our episode shortly. But first, a word from two other podcasts in Reno that you should subscribe to as well. Do you want to keep up on what's happening in the local art community? Double Scoop always has
0: the scoop on that. Want to know which exhibitions, parties, and other art events are happening this weekend? Follow us on Instagram at Nevada, and listen to KWNK 97.7 FM for our Short Scoop Art Events Roundup. If you're an artist, and you're looking for places to show your work, we have lots of opportunities listed right now. To find them, visit doublescoop.art events and filter for Call for Artists. If you'd like to follow all of our art news and meet local artists, you can sign up for our email lists at doublescoop.art.
1: Do you like podcasts? Well, we have a podcast from you. This is Sean from Up in the Mix. This is Delafoto. Do you like to get into a random wormholes of conversation? Do you like to learn about the culture, from sneakers to hip hop music to basketball? Then we have a podcast just for you. We have one called Up in the Mix. It is available on all streaming platforms, from Spotify to Apple. Check us out upinthemix.live on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Salud. Welcome back to the R Town Reno podcast. This is Jacob Kostachowski. We'll be getting right back into our coverage of the killed by police protest. Anna Marie Grant was the organizer of this event and she spoke the most at the protest. With her megaphone in hand, she told the story of her brother, Thomas Purdy's death, as well as many other family stories who were not comfortable speaking up themselves.
0: Thomas Purdy was killed in 2015 at the Washoe County Jail. He was a guest at the Peppermill Casino. He had a mental health crisis. He asked the police for help. Instead of helping, they came and hog him for 40 minutes and then dumped him at the jail, still hogtied. It's all on video. He begged for his life, told them he couldn't breathe, told them they were going to kill him. One officer, our brave officers, said to my brother, You need to stop wiggling around, you're making me nervous. As he was hogtied inside the Sally port of the jail with five officers around him, struggling for his life. he was still in the hogtied position laying on the floor. The police told us that my brother just stopped breathing. He was talking crazy. I guess to the police begging for your life and telling them you can't breathe is crazy talk. The police did not tell us what happened to my brother. I found out through public records request when I requested the video from the jail. They never told us he had been hogtied. Never did they tell us that, that he had been tied. They just claimed he simply stopped breathing. And for my family to wait over eight months, that's sure. we have families here waiting years for information on what happened to their loved one when the police killed him. My brother was one of three men that were asphyxiated at the jail. Less than three months before my brother, they asphyxiated Nico Smith, who also was in a mental health crisis. And then on le- uh, Less than a year later, they asphyxiated Justin Thompson. Please say his name, Justice for Thomas Purdy. Justice, Justice for, Thomas Purdy. for
2: Thomas
1: Purdy.
0: Justice for Thomas Purdy.
1: Justice for Thomas Purdy.
0: Stafford, who was a veteran who served his country proudly. He could survive war, but he could not survive police in Washoe County, Nevada during a mental health crisis triggered by PTSD. Kenny was the father of three young girls, some not even out of diapers when he was stolen from his family unjustly. And I don't believe that the officers who killed Kenny, that their names were ever released publicly by the police or by the media. Because again the community needs to be aware of these killer cops. When we have multiple officers in this county who have taken the life, tried, executed, loved ones, we need true accountability and police investigating themselves is not getting us there. We need changes. We need answers, and we need the police to stop killing our loved ones. Thank you for listening to this R Town Reno podcast episode. Here we have stories about gentrification, life on the streets, the affordable housing crisis. Find us on Facebook at Our Town Reno, at rtownreno.com, and on Instagram at BiggestLittleStreets. Check back in for next week's episode or delve into our archives. And remember, help each other out.